What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Wrestle Kids podcast. I'm here, Fury Wrestling Corporation, and production with my good old friend BCDH. BCDH, how are you doing today? Doing good. That's great. That's great. So today we are going to talk about our feds, any current um, feuds that are going on, and all kinds of things like that. So let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start right now. All right, so guys, let's get right into it, starting with BCDH. Now, BCDH, we know on your pick fed on YouTube, BWE, you've got a couple feuds going on. Is that right? Yes, yes, I do. Um, so let's talk about a couple of them. Well, first off, let's talk about that Kenny Omega feud you've got going on with that beautiful Kenny Omega custom. I've got to say that for the Thank resources you. you have, that 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 Kenny is just amazing, and I've always loved that Kenny Omega custom. But let's talk Thank about you. the feud he's in right now. So basically, uh, it's a, it's like a little quick feud. Basically, Omega won at the last pay-per-view, which I believe was Vengeance. And he won a match to take on the world champion at Path to Glory. Rollins retained against Styles, and pretty much the feud built up like that. And they've kept distracting each other, trying to find ways to get into each other's skins before their Path to Glory match. And if you watch Path to Glory, you can see, you see that Seth Rollins defeated Kenny Omega to retain the world championship. Very, very nice. So, BCDH, can we talk about, uh, uh, do you think that AJ Styles will be coming back after Seth Rollins? And possibly, maybe you will see a triple threat type storyline in the NBWE uh, between those three men. So, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, Seth Rollins? Possibly, yes. Do you think that that I might mean, possibly be a thing? I mean, it's possible, especially since the beginning of B2B, which was not the best. Um, Kenny Omega did betray AJ Styles, so I mean, it could happen. AJ Styles also has a lot of mad issues with Seth Rollins. He's took him on before, you know, and he's the longest reigning world champion, and you know, he does not want Seth to beat that, obviously. Yes, that's a very interesting um feud that you've got going on there. Let's talk about your North American Championship feud. All right, so this one is personally one of my favorites, probably, like, top two. Um, it's very interesting because it's just, like, a random out-of-the-blue feud because Jeff Hardy returns, challenges Jericho, and Styles comes out and says, you know, Jeff Hardy doesn't deserve to have a championship. You know, he just came back. He didn't deserve a challenge for a belt. He did nothing. And they've been always going at it um, since that. Jeff Hardy sticking up the middle finger with disrespect. AJ Styles, like, you know, always getting under people's skin in B2B. And he um, recently did lose to him on episode 29, where Jeff Hardy won. And then Jericho pretty much slid onto the feud while he attacked both of them um, a couple times to make sure that he does not have to defend his North American championship. Very, very interesting there. So we got a few people that have been involved in the North American Championship feud recently. You've got Jeff Hardy, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles. Um, it's very interesting um, 
a lot of the feuds that you have going on are like between some really awesome superstars and some really awesome talent. So I uh, I appreciate the usage of them. You are using them very well, possibly better mm-hmm. than WWE. But let's not <laughs> let's not talk about that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's talk about any of your other. Are there any of your other feuds that you want to talk about right now? So I want to talk about maybe like two more. I believe that are. Going on in WWE, we have Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, which is a big feud right now. Uh, so basically, you know, Sami Zayn debuted a couple episodes back. He beat Lashley, and Owens came out, but then closed. I mean, super kicked him for no reason, and then they started feuding. Um, they had a match at Vengeance where Sami Zayn threw him up from like seven feet into the ring, and he broke his arm. And he came back with some vengeance, distracting him against Seth Rollins for a chance to have, you know, a victory over the champ. And then pretty much at Path to Glory is Sami Zayn versus a random stu- superstar with Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens revealed that he has heals from his broken arm and defeated Sami Zayn. Wow, that's interesting there. So you got a WWE similar type storyline when they were around. Um, I believe it was WrestleMania 33, um, uh, where Sammy and Kevin Owens were feuding. Um, and yeah, that was just a very interesting time. I think that uh, WrestleMania 33 was a pretty good WrestleMania. I mean, you had um, yeah. if if I'm if I'm uh, not if I'm wrong, correct me, but. Uh, uh, I believe that was the WrestleMania when Triple H and Roman Reigns faced off, and Roman Reigns got booed out of the stadium. <laughs> that was um, WrestleMania 32. Oh, yes, 32, okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's, that's, that's really interesting how you kind of combine some feuds that have happened in the past, and you make your Fed unique in a way uh, by doing different things with that those feuds, and then you also have got feuds that we wish could happen and might not be a, be possible because people have moved to different prom- promotions and people have passed away and retired and things of that nature, so, you know, it's very interesting um, what we can do now in the figure community because there are so many dream matches. It just always feels so out of reach, I know, for me, because yeah. I always feel like everything has already been done. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, it's really hard next to next that you wanted to talk about? All right, so this feud has been going on since last Royal Rumble, because, um, you know, Royal Rumble is our next B2B pay-per-view, uh, you know, I just wanted to say that, but yeah, the last Royal Rumble, where Undertaker, you know, was taking on AJ Styles, and this feud is still continuing, so it's been a long feud. I don't know if I should just say the whole feud because it is very long. It's um, should I say the whole feud or not? I don't really know. I mean, just give us an overall rundown of what's happened. All right. So at Royal Rumble was Taker versus Styles. You know how I talked about the longest reign. That was Styles' first reign. That was when he was trying to get the longest reign. He did, and he defeated Taker with the help of Kenny Omega. And then this feud continued where AJ Styles trying to drown. Undertaker, then Undertaker cost him the title. They fought at Mania in a street fight. Undertaker hasn't showed up since. And still path to glory when he returned and cost AJ Styles the North American Championship. Very, very interesting there. Um, so we're going to see some action with those two at the Royal Rumble, right? 
Yes. Very interesting. I can't wait. And remember, we did see Undertaker return, so that's very interesting. Um, on I believe it was the last episode of BWE. Um, mm-hmm. very very interesting. Um, is there any other feuds that you want to talk about? I mean, I don't really have any more, but we can talk about your pick fight if you want. All right. Now, because I don't really have anything else. So. So I'm gonna start off with my main. Well, I'm not. I don't know if I want to call it my main show, but my YouTube show, which is FWCP, beta, uh, BCDH. You know way more about FWCP than you do about FWCP Live. But um, and FWCP, you've been following. I think you've been following longer than any other person I know in the figure community. So thank you for that. Um, and uh, you will always, always be very very close to my pick fed heart (laughs) um so definitely um i feel as if i need to get into more uh blood feuds and just fuse just because people don't like each other and less off of the championships because i've like i've realized that in my scripts majority of the matches that are happening um like in the future are based off of championship uh problems that people have with each other they want to be at the top but we really haven't mm-hmm. had a lot of feuds based off of just people not liking each other in my fed i mean yeah i get it because the championship you know it's supposed to bring more excitement but i you know i'm used to like doing any type of feud especially watching wrestling and seeing you know feud between you know my feud and Kevin Owens is Emmy's in real life, so I try to connect it to that sense of Ring of Honor. Yeah, very. Uh, I think it's it's just kind of a, it's kind of difficult for me to kind of spark something and you know get something going because I don't want it to just be kind of out of the blue. I mean, I understand that that's sometimes how it works, but you know, I don't want it to be too out of the blue where it's just like, hey, backstage, uh, Ryback attacks Sami Zayn or something like that. Um, um, but yeah, by the way, it is rumored that Ryback might be coming to FWCP, so you never know. Uh, ooh, interesting. Um, so, what'd you say? So, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple people who are rumored to be coming soon. All right, there's a lot. You know, people should check out the channel and see when that happens. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, I mean, he's a big guy. He's... He, he's if he if if he ever does join the FWCP, he's gonna dominate. I can almost guarantee you that there's gonna be uh some pretty epic stuff going on with him because I mean that's a guy he wants the championship gold. He wants to be the best. He wants to beat the best, and uh, that's how you get mm-hmm. to the top in FWCP. So I think. Ryback would have a great run in the FWCP, but we'll see if he even comes. Uh, yeah, that'll be very interesting to see. But anyway, let's get on into some of the feuds that I've got on my channel. Alright, so let's get right into it here with some of my feuds. So, BCDH, are there any feuds in my fed that you're particularly uh, in, well, I won't say in love with, but you are invested in and very interested in? So, 
Um, I'm not really sure, like, if this is an actual feud, but, like, I think it's, like, you know, I watched one of the episodes. It was on um, live when you posted it to YouTube. And also they um inter- they also were in your YouTube show, FWCP. And I think it was, like, the Shield versus, like, the Miz and the Finn. I mean, Finn Balor. Like, they showed up and stuff. Oh, yeah. And they've, yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see the, um, oh, why do I keep saying that? Finn Balor and the Miz. Um, you know, as a team, they both are really good superstars. And I remember they were, like, taking each other on at one point. And, yeah, they're really good superstars. And it's cool to see, you know, a cool made-up team because it gets interesting. Yeah. And you get to have, like, you know, a team of no other. Yeah, definitely. I feel like a lot of the superstars in the FWCP didn't get, really get a fair shake. Because it was, like, in the beginning, if they came to the FWCP, they were either on one team or the other, whether it was Kurt Angle's team or what Triple H at the time was calling Havoc, which was his team, it was uh, kind of no other choice but that. And if you wanted to be independent, I mean, there was really no way to be independent in the FWCP at back then. But now we are getting some superstars who are kind of going on their own path, and I think that's really awesome uh, for the superstars in the FWCP. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we, we uh, apparently I have talked to a general manager of FWCP Live, Kurt Angle, and he's saying that uh, he wants to get this resolved. So, you know, we might see some more stuff involving them. All right. But we do know that uh, Finn Balor is currently the Intercontinental Champion. Now, the reason why you yeah. may not see the Intercontinental Championship or any other championship, for that matter, on FWCP Live is because the general manager, Kurt Angle, actually says that he doesn't care whether you're a champion or not. Everybody gets the same treatment, so he wants everyone to ha- have a fair shake. And that's why most uh, superstars don't bring their championships onto FWCP Live because it's not like it shows anybody anything. I mean, you don't get treated specially or anything like that, so, you know? Okay. But Respect they- for everybody. What'd you say? Respect for everybody. Yeah, same treatment for every single person. But Finn Balor, like I was saying earlier, is the Intercontinental Champion. So you might see some people trying to get at him. I mean, Intercontinental Championship, though it is a mid-card title, it is a very prestigious title. Um, and mm-hmm. it's going to be very difficult, I feel, for Finn Balor to try to stay in this tag team area of FWCP and this also and then also uh, try to uh, maintain his championship uh, title. Yeah. Yeah. For a second, I have a very stuffy nose today. <laughs> I huh? have a very stuffy nose today. But anyway, <laughs> um, let's talk about what happened at Death um. Man. Um, the first ever singles pay-per-view in FWCP history. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah. Uh, I, thought, I thought you were trying to say something there, but it's all good. Uh, the first ever pay-per-view in FWCP <laughs> history. Uh, that was an interesting pay-per-view. Um, we have been, well, there was one pay-per-view that I, uh, FWCP had in the past, and that was uh, 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 your 
collaboration pay-per-view when it went from you, your brother, and me to a whole bunch of pick-betters. That was absolutely amazing. I mean, this is the only, yeah. uh, only the second double or nothing pay-per-view, uh, collab pay-per-view, and it is just growing crazily. I mean, we had LWA on there. You had, yeah. uh, I believe, who was it? Was it Rob Van Dam on there? Uh, there is a YouTuber named yes, Rob Van wasn't. Dam on here. There, there was a a couple people you had your little brother CWE on there. It was amazing. I mean, it was just so cool seeing a lot of the younger guys in the figure community come together and put something together and just really be cool. Plus, I got the thumbnail, which was also really cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that was a really interesting pay-per-view. But anyway, I kind of keep going off track, but I think I just like to kind of give in detail how far we've come, you know? From uh, literally just having three people, what was the pay-per-view? Like, maybe ten minutes? Not even, right? I think it was like, I don't even know. Hold up. Let me check. It was probably like under the Yeah, it wasn't very long. And then, uh, what is it? What was it this this time around? It was a a pretty long time. 24 minutes. It was 24 minutes. This time around or last time? The first time. I mean, the second time. it was twenty four minutes. The first time we did that, that is pretty long. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just the first time was eleven minutes. The first time was eleven minutes. The first time was eleven minutes, and the second time was like twenty four minutes. Yeah, crazy. Yes. And think about it; like we've all gotten so much better since then. But uh, yeah, yeah, and anyway. So, Deathbed was the first uh, singles pay-per-view in FWCP history, and that's very interesting. Um, that's a big, big accomplishment and achievement in the FWCP bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we started off strong. Uh, it, we had the great lighting and all that cool stuff. Um, it, was, it was very, very interesting. And we started off the show, I believe, uh, with Kevin Owens and and surprise surprise Bobby Lashley comes out um, as Kevin Owens surprise what? opponent and um, he comes out. Yes, I mean it's also crazy yeah, about, that about that because like me for that. There. but uh, like. yeah it, it was it was pretty awesome. Uh, you know you had Bobby Lashley come out and decimate. Uh, Kevin Owens completely in his title reign and just just kill Kevin Owens' reputation. <laughs> and um, yeah, now Bobby Lashley is the your new U.S. champion. Now that is um, very interesting because then we saw on the next episode of FWCP, the episode after Deathbed, um, Kevin Owens was backstage kind of hiding um, in the safety of the interview area. Uh, and he tells Bobby Lashley that he's going to have a match to go through if he wants to get into the Universal title picture. So we might possibly see Bobby Lashley being a double champion, and that will be very interesting to see. So either way, if he's able to knock off Big E on the next episode of FWCP, then he will have an opportunity to go at the winner of Sheamus versus Brock Lesnar uh, on, uh, no, at the next pay-per-view, I believe it is. 
which is Summer Savages, so that's going to be very interesting. Yes. But you never know. Well, look, Kevin Owens being kind of upset that he got surprised. And, I mean, I don't get it because Kevin Owens agreed to have a surprise opponent. He got too cocky because he didn't he didn't think about the fact that FWCP is bringing in new talent. He's thinking that he's going to go against, uh, well, definitely not any of the guys from Havoc because that's the team he was on. Or he, he was on. Um, he was thinking he was going to go against someone easy because, I mean, he has experience with pretty much everyone who used to be on Kurt Angle's team. So, you mean, yeah. I mean, he, he got he got cocky and that's what you get. I mean, he should have been aware that uh, pe- new people were going to be coming in and stealing the show, kind of. And that's exactly what Bobby Lashley did, starting the show off big with a surprise opponent. And it ended up being the almighty Bobby Lashley. Yes, I remember that. So that is what well, we've covered uh, the Intercontinental Championship and the U.S. Championship. Let's get on with the Universal Championship, which we already talked about a little bit uh, just then. And uh, there, yeah. we were talking about Bobby Lashley's opportunity. Uh, Bobby Lashley's getting a lot of opportunities so far. He's coming in and just, he, yeah, he's, yeah. he's he came in and he's going straight for the money. I mean, he he's trying to win big. Yeah, everything. Yep, he wants to win the FWCP lottery. <laughs> For getting every championship he <laughs> I mean, that would be crazy. What if Bobby Lashley <laughs> was every champion in the FWCP? That would be a, uh, well, would, I, I wouldn't would, want that date. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he's he's obviously seeing red. I mean, he's going after everybody. And so uh, I wouldn't, I would, yeah. I'm definitely not counting on that day to come. But anyway, let's yeah, me neither. the universal title picture here. So, currently, in the title picture, we've got Sheamus, who is the Universal Champion. Uh, He has been for a while now, ever since beating Roman Reigns at, I believe it was the ladder match. And that was an interesting match. What did you say? I said, oh yeah, I remember that. that. I remember a lot of things. But ever since beating Roman in that match... Uh, there's been a couple things that have changed. I mean, Roman tried to get it, gain the championship back at deathbed. That didn't work. And Sheamus is also kind of having a change in character here. We're seeing him being way more stingy and less confident in his championship. Do you think that maybe seeing what happened to Kevin Owens kind of scared him a bit? You know, you, you've got these new guys coming in. And speaking of new guys coming in, Brock Lesnar challenges Sheamus for the championship on the next episode of FWCP. So, I mean, do you think that he's kind of scared uh, that what happened to Kevin Owens will possibly happen to him? I mean, so, probably not. I mean, well, it depends on Seamus. Like, and this is a different character. This is FWC Seamus. FWCP Seamus. But if it was WWE Seamus, I don't really think so. Especially, um... Seeing a couple of matches with Daniel Bryan and stuff, he's always confident. But as you can see, like, he's kind of slipping on stuff. He's, like, you know, being, like, less of that big, bold guy because, you know, he's not – he wasn't the champion at the time. And, you know, he was every time challenging, challenging. And now he's a champ, so he's probably, like, a little scared maybe. Like, you know, what if my championship brain 
And what if I go back to being a guy that has to challenge and lose a couple times and ruin my record? Yeah, but, I mean, he, he, he's trying to put on a, a good show for us here. I mean, he was talking real big, and he was talking a lot. And I mean an absolute, just crazy amount of smack um, on the last episode of FWCP. I mean, he's talking about... Uh, how he's going to beat Brock Lesnar, and he was backstage in the interview area. Uh, that seems to be like a common thing with these guys now, trying to f- find shelter mm-hmm. in the interview area. And so, yeah, that, I mean, I think it's just really interesting. And I, I think Sheamus needs to be careful because, as we saw, not only did he get attacked by Brock Lesnar in the ring uh, on the on the episode after Deathbed, but he also got attacked um, backstage in the interview area when he was talking big. I mean, the man's face got slammed into the digital board. So, I mean, it, wow. it's, it's kind of it's kind of tough for Seamus. I would definitely not want to be in his position, but he's trying at least. If he if he isn't confident in himself, he's he's definitely putting uh giving us a good show, trying to make us think he sure is. Um, because he's talking a very big game, but we'll see who uh, who ends up on top on the next episode of WCP. And then yeah. after that, I mean, it's like <laughs> they already got a, a challenger, possibly. If Bobby Lashley beats Big E uh, on the next episode, then it'll be, I mean, we're finding out um, <laughs> uh, on the next episode a whole lot of stuff. I mean, we've got whether Bobby Lashley's going to challenge for the championship or not, and who's going to win the championship. So, you know, it's going to be a very, very, very interesting episode, and I cannot wait. Um, But, yeah, let's get into the, my, my last championship, um, and that is the FWCP World Championship. So, let's get right into this by saying, (laughs) let's get right into this by saying that the world champion currently is who I believe Kurt Angle, and he won his match against Triple H in a tables match. I don't even know how the man did it. I mean, he got pedigreed, uh, and... He, he turned Triple H over and covered the man. I mean, he was barely conscious, and Triple H was, like, literally right after the pin, he got up, and he's just in distress, and Kurt Angle's still laying there. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know how he, how he did that. Like, I guess he just laid on Triple H, and, like, Triple H couldn't get up because of the weight of Kurt Angle. I mean, it, it, it's tough. That's, that, like, that's a tough thing to go through for a... Mm-hmm. Uh, for Triple H there. Yeah. He's... Yeah, because you got to think... Yeah, you... Oh, you yeah, go. You go. Good. You... go ahead. Because, like, if I have a Triple H right there at that moment, you got to think, oh, yeah, I'm closing this match. This yeah. match is over. And instead, you know, he's on top yeah, of him. Yeah, I mean, Triple H, he came back from, what, a, a elbow drop through... What was that? I believe it was two or three tables. And he got yeah. put through another that one before me. that. I mean, that was that was absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we went to commercial break after yeah. he got put through the first table. 
And that entire time, well, of course, you got you, the viewers at home didn't see it, but you know, I'm there on commentary. I'm watching Triple H get destroyed, and then he finally gets some offense, and then he ends up losing because of the offense. That's really weird, you know. It's kind of yeah. like he got disqualified, even though he didn't get disqualified. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, very interesting there. And, I mean, Triple H, he's kind of upset with Kurt Angle. And I believe they did have a rematch on the next episode. Um, if I, I believe so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was just very, very interesting things going on there. So, guys, that's all for the feuds. I guess you, you want to just stay on and talk a bit um, about our feds and where they're going and future pay-per-views, you know, things of that nature. Sure. Sure, we All can right. do that. So uh, we gotta look at what time. We gotta make a video. We gotta make this video, you know, pretty yeah, long. We wanna make it a decent uh a decent time. Uh, a decent length of yeah. video. Or well podcast. <laughs> so uh well first off I have a question for you. Um, where do you want, uh, where do you, where do you see BWE within the next, uh, round of pay-per-views? Like, say, you, you just finished WrestleMania, and now you're starting all over again. Yeah. The pay-per-views, yeah, okay. So, what do I see? Basically, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I expect the same thing over and over. I expect, you know what, we're just trying to come in good for the next pay-per-views all over. We're trying to make it better than the last one. And that's all I really expect. I'm trying to make the cards a little bit longer because my match cards, the biggest, like, matches I've had is probably, like, six or seven. And, like, I really want to make it stay at seven because my match cards are usually, like, most of the time, five matches on pay-per-views. And I want to make it, like, seven or six every pay-per-view so it can be, like, long. You have an exciting pay-per-view. Not just five. You know, I'm done, guys. Bye. You know, I want to make it lengthy, like, my first Royal Rumble, which was like 18 minutes, so which that's an average time for a pay-per-view. Eight minutes for the Royal Rumble. You can stay there for a while, get your popcorn ready, and relax and see who becomes the Royal Rumble winner. Yeah, definitely. That's a cool goal. To, goal that's a cool goal to kind of uh, just get longer uh, content. And you want to know, like, one thing I feel like people have a problem with is they want their content to be longer, but then they also, like, their quality goes down because they're trying to make it longer, make their uh, content like longer. Yeah. And you know, sometimes short and sweet is the way you gotta go. You know. Yes, like some episodes that you can see, people might be like not excited that they're like, like sometimes I make them four or five minutes. Sometimes I gotta get those out quick. And um um a comment that Rob said, he said um something like. It was a short five-minute episode. He said there was a lot to cover in this short five-minute episode. So, I mean, yeah, short and sweet is pretty good also. You know, you can get – you can focus a lot on, you know, each thing because there's less stuff instead of just rushing it. So you can make it really detailed. You can make everything, like, you know, focused on Yes, definitely. I, I, I'm going to just go off of this quote 
I mean, it's a pretty popular quote. I'm sure almost everyone will know this quote, and that is quality over quantity. Quality over quantity is yeah. the way to go, usually. I mean, if you can get a qual- a good quality show out and have it be a pretty long show, that's awesome. Good, good for you. I mean, I mean, there's there are people, though, that, you know, have a hard time um, doing work for a long time in their feds or uh, even yeah. I know I'm not going to say call um, uh, like name any names, but, you know, there are some people who have short feds and they're bad, you know, so it's, it's like, I mean, if it's going to be short and good then that's cool. I mean, I, of course, I want to see more, con- I'm going to want to see more uh, from that person, but, you know, at the same time, I'd rather it be um, a shorter fed and it be a good fed than it be a very long fed and then it's just terrible because nobody's going to watch the entire thing because it's bad. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's kind of, it, it's up to the, the fedder themselves. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's just, it's just, it's just up to the person themselves. All right, so I got to stop there real quick just so I can put my phone on the charger. It might turn off. All Alright guys, so what we're going to do right now is we are going to uh, kind of give you guys an inside look, a little peek into our future pay-per-views. Now let's start with you, BCDH. We already know what your next pay-per-view is. We talked about that a little bit already. The Royal Rumble pay-per-view. So what do you have in store for us at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view? Of course, only stuff that you've already revealed. So, basically, obviously, we're having the Royal Rumble match. Um, one, of, one of my favorite matches of all time. So, it's funny. It's, it's fun to recreate that. And my big bed, 30 men fighting for a chance. Sorry for my dog in the background. He's being annoying. But, yeah, we, we have a chance. <laughs> 30 men have a chance to fight the champion of their choosing. And maybe there will be other champions in the match. So, we're just going to have to find out. And my dog's really interested in that, I guess, in the hey, background. But um, your dog is barking. The I'm my where I am right now. It's right over in my garage. So somebody must have just gotten in the car downstairs. And <laughs> it, it's it's all good. We're all good. All right, but anyways, um, yeah, we also have Taker versus Styles, which is gonna happen. You know, these two rivals had it the last Royal Rumble, my first one. And they are still trying to continue this rivalry. They really do not like each other at all. Ever since he cheated to use Kenny Omega to retain the belt. And then he tried to drown him. I already said that earlier. But, yeah, that was – these two just hate each other. They do not like each other. They do not want to see each other in B2B. They don't want to even, like, look at each other. They don't even want to talk to each other. So this is why this match is happening. They're trying to destroy each other. It's going to be a death match. It's going to be very exciting. Very, very, very interesting. That's gonna be, like I said, uh, very interesting and very exciting. And um, I just, I just absolutely love the way that you use uh, your talent. Um, you try to make them all kind of involved, and you know, yeah. you work with what you've got. That's really awesome. 
and I cannot wait to see what you have in store for us in the future. Okay, yeah, I'm really excited to do this too for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, your Fed is great. You bring so so many of us uh, together in the figure community. That's how mm-hmm. me and a lot of my friends have met. And actually, guys, there will be a bit of a uh, interesting. Uh, well, I'm gonna spoiler alert here. It's not too big of a spoiler, but it's very interesting that our very good friend LWA will be yes. joining the podcast on the next episode. So let's go ahead and uh, get ready for that because it's gonna be super awesome. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, let's talk about. I guess my next pay per view. And nobody knows what the next pay-per-view is going to be called. They don't know what it's about. They don't know anything about my next pay-per-view. But <laughs> review is Summer Savages. So we've got two episodes left after um, since we've already done one episode. Um, so I w- at the time of my scripts, I was trying to figure out how many episodes I wanted to do between pay-per-views, and this might sound a little crazy to you, but it's two episodes, then a pay-per-view, two episodes, then a pay-per-view, but uh, this time around, it's three episodes, and then the pay-per-view, and the next pay-per-view I have coming up is Summer Savages, so we've got a couple things going on right, uh, right now lately, and um, I mean, we talked about them earlier already, but Summer Savage is basically the Summer Slam equivalent um, of WWE. So, like, uh, how WWE has Summer Slam, I have mm-hmm. Summer Savages. So, I guess mine is a bit more, uh, <laughs> a bit more aggressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but um, that's what uh, FWCP is about. We are, yeah. we are extreme. We have, we're supposed to be the best of the best. And, uh, yeah, we want to give you the best quality content that we can possibly give you. It's it, FWCP has changed so much since the first episode. I mean, I have more figures now. I have a way better way of editing and doing my feds. Thank you very much to BCDH because you helped me a lot with that. Um, no problem. But, yeah, it's just, it's just really awesome uh, how much we I've grown. And even though there's only really been about two uh, new style things, the deathbed and the episode after deathbed. Those were the really the only two uh times that you've seen the change, other than on my in- my Instagram uh, exclusive show FWCP Live, mm-hmm. which um the third episode will be coming out um on the next Saturday. Right now mm-hmm. it is Saturday, and I post FWCP Live every other Saturday. So it's one week, then the next week on Saturday, it'll be posted. So like I said, next Saturday, uh, FWCP Live will be posted on my Instagram. And occasionally, I do like to post FWCP Live episodes on YouTube since I'm not working on FWCP currently. So yeah, that's very, uh, that's very interesting. But Summer Savages, um, it's going to be a packed card. I can't say too much about it because not a lot has been revealed about it yet. But uh, it's going to be a packed card, and I think you you guys are all really going to enjoy it. But anyway, guys, that's all for today. FWCP out. BCBH, what you got to say to the people? I mean, peace out. Hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> see you guys later. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh, Goodbye.